Am I a bad mom if? Do they know how to do this? Should I know how to do this? Why does it always seem to come so easy to everybody else? Well, hello and welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, and I'm here to help you navigate the roller coaster ride of motherhood and to help conquer the mental load of postpartum. My goal is to help you to stop panic Googling, finding judgy Facebook groups, and to start to become the mother you've always dreamed you could be. In this podcast, I aim to adopt the naturopathic principle of doceri, which means to teach. None of this information should be considered medical advice. As always, before you make any changes to your healthcare regimen, always consult your personal doctor. I'm here. I'm kind of Hi, sick. Hi, welcome back to the new naturopathic podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about judgment and the four ways I really handle judgment. I had a few events happen in my career recently that made me want to take a step back and realize that what I really want to do is help women like you going through postpartum specifically. And so in order to do that, I'm actually taking a step back of practicing medicine and going into a more assistant role in clinical medicine. And, technically and speaking, that makes me this is not breast milk. This is what it's very happy colostrum. because I get to have more time to devote to creating great content for people like you. But in today's episode, I really wanted to dive into exactly how I handle judgment, how I make decisions based density, on those judgments people make, and how that affects you as a new mom. And I really hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, as always, you can find me at Instagram at Dr. Kaylin Galloway. And I really hope you have a wonderful day. Happy New Year. levels to maintain all the changes that are rapidly happening in the body, it's actually really like the physiology of childbirth. Are you panicking thinking about bringing your baby home from the hospital? Have you no idea how to change a diaper, nurse a baby, or use a snot sucker? Or if you find yourself constantly fighting everything with your partner, during this day they're going to have two to ten milliliters of feeding. So for all you Americans, two to ten milliliters of feeding is only take care of yourself. Along with me, it's 10 milliliters. To reheat that lukewarm coffee and get ready Which to enjoy being napped. So, we're talking about finding your teaspoon in postpartum. Two teaspoons in the first day. Now, they're going to get that. My goal with this podcast is to instill the naturopathic principle of doceri, which seems which kind of crazy, and you kind of will feel during this time that nothing is coming out, or they're not getting enough. In this podcast, in reality, they don't need very much to be able to be satisfied in that first 24-hour period. What's really important during this time frame is that they actually do have their first bowel movement, which is called meconium. It's the first bit of, of poop that your body, will, your baby will ever, ever secrete. And it's really important that it passes within the first 24 to 48 hours. And so your care team is going to be looking for that and making sure it occurs. And then between 24 and 48 hours, you'll have the infant take anywhere from 5 to 10. 15 milliliters, which is one to three teaspoons of colostrum, and they'll probably have around two bowel movements in the second day. And it should be this dark green to black, and it's sticky. And then after that, we have between 48 and 72 hours, they're going to have between 15 and 30 milliliters. And this is when you'll have a huge spike of six to eight stools per day. And that stays fairly consistent for throughout the newborn phase. The poop in this part, the color of the stool, is going to start changing from green and moving to a light mustard seed. Okay, the interruptions totally of mom life. For them to have green I, until 
I know that being a mom is filled with a lot of information that is wildly overwhelming and has a lot of things that you probably never had to think about before. And so you're going to have times where people are going to judge you for things that you didn't know were things that needed to be done. And I think in our world with social media, it's really easy to... And that is to get into a world where people ounces. kind of like scoff at Most you, like, how the heck did you not know that? Two, and I think it's funny because I'm, you know, I've meal. been to medical school. I've gone through but crazy a, extensive like, amounts of, of training, both in postpartum care measure that? as well as <laughs> how do I like, measure? How do I the whole know human anatomy and physiology? To like, be getting I enough how it works. It's coming out and of me. I'm not like measuring it immense amount of information that you have to learn. So there's a lot of milestones, to say the least. That happen. And there are things I did not know. In the first five days, that that's okay. So coming out your life as a mom with humility of like this is going to be a learning curve. This is going to be a game changer. There's going to be things that you don't know, and there's going to be things that you're going to really thrive at doing very easily. Not all of that is okay. All of that's part of the process. Newborns so, are going to feed between 10 the week before Christmas, and 12 times I, per day. Or a couple weeks before Christmas, I got in really totally bad news. Healthy, normal feeding I had which a sounds crazy, and it is. former boss say things about me and They're my integrity that I have disagree with emphatically. About six milliliters but I also learned a lot of information from that feeding incident that happened. That first and so I felt like I really needed to give increase, a, like I said, to go a whole synopsis greater. of how I handle after the first judgment of from weeks, others, your baby especially when some gain, of it has truth and um, some of it is to just a wrong conclusion that someone made. And around 15 to 30 grams per day. First off, Milestones I will say that this, it has taken me a very long time look at is gonna be, to is be okay patient, with someone not liking me. Losing more and than as a mom, you get to be rate. a little bit better That's about that a, because a, a red flag that you choosing to have someone in your life it. that is rude or inconsistent is or negative has a greater effect on those around you, namely your children, of life. and so you put up with a lot less. When they latch and so nursing, the baby isn't actually I swallowing. There's no sound. Definitely held my ground, which in this is a very nuanced situation. Sound. So, and so I really wanted to make sure I broke it down once so that I'd have a process for myself to follow like, so in future sure incidences where things just room. aren't fun. You, ask you know, them people to, like, are just not nice. And how do I go about help you get making myself strong in a moment where I feel incredibly weak? So the first if thing I did was process my emotions. I actually let myself feel exactly how I should feel. Like, I, I let myself be angry. I let myself be sad. And at first, I was very sad because I took what this person said to heart. They said I was a disgrace to be a profession. That I was a terrible person. That I didn't care. And all these things are just, they're so hurtful to me because not only do I care so immensely, I care quite crazy you'll wake and up one day have someone and tell have me those things when it was you know i admitted i made a mistake real good work done i admitted my faults really i admitted i didn't so do things the way i should have after done five them. days usually it happens between two i admitted and three days. where i had done my job and then my if you part actually end up having nipple pain as but a i also was a very young latching and there are you know, many reasons why i was just very young in my training with latch and i didn't feel like i was supported in the situation but if that is occurring there's a reason to have to that have feeling that be put on either you. by a lactation consultant in, immediately you know, such a or going to your pediatrician for made some me, extra support and guidance. Made me sad. And seeing what they are saying. And then it made me angry to be like, wow, how dare you? 
You know, how dare you make those claims? So to in terms me? of a good latch, what is a good the latch thing look I did, like? Well, the second thing I did was I limited all shoes. Doing it right. So you know? I should have done this differently. I, I should have. You I shouldn't feel this way. I should give up. Like all the shoes. And when you're learning something, I had a professor that when a patient would come in the room during our presentation, the patient would start saying, "Well, I should have done this. I should have done that. I know I should do this." To feel stupid. My professor would be really frustrated that things are not going well. Oh, hi, depression. How are you? I'm so glad that you joined us. You're totally welcome in this room, but you're going to have to take a seat over there. I knew I was going to have this issue. And it was just like, I'm going to learn how to overcome it. So eye opening to be able to depersonalize and take away the person that you desire. That the part of me that wants to do everything. So, science have a good positioning for lack. And so, in situations like this, I know where I could have gone, I know what I could have done, I know what I did not do, I know what I did. And so, I know where I could go wrong. I've made improvements. I've learned skills. The gotten better and overall be everyone was on the safe. lower end of their breast so the breast tissue i don't have and it should a be negative touching. opinion of myself the infant's cheeks should i don't be feel rounded like, they shouldn't be sucked in like it, it shouldn't be as I if i feel like i could have done better out of a in my scenario. it should be they should be flat and it's really important and that you eliminate to be open in situations like and get rid of them. There not to say that there's not really ways you could do things in the past better, seen. but so because it doesn't it, help you, it's done. Nipple should be like all, and it's like I in the, in the future would like to do blah 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 and then blah. The infant's lower lip, but I can't go back and say outward, so that no curling past should be a certain way because it's already done. Past is past. I can only look towards the future to improve whatever it is. And the third thing I, I will say is counsel the right people to get. and look at the sum of the total the, the totality of be in line with information that's being sent to you. Towards so mother. if now, this everybody kind of that you've talked to has the same opinion of you, position, there are and many, everybody many, that many you and you're going to different types of people, which I go to very 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 different types of people for advice and counseling in this scenario. The most common position, you know, mentors that I've worked with, me mentors that I've met recently, people I've met. You lay the baby across the people that know me very intimately and people that don't know me at all that well that, that their head is on, kind of have gotten my reputation people that have had very few things to say about me but have you know babies are strong have been able so to tell really me like, you know, what I could much be better, what you. could be but that part of the problem arm can help you to guide and them in the you know what is the truth um, of the critique that's being played against me. And I think that's the biggest thing here is that the initial 30 seconds anytime minute. someone so gives you a criticism, there's always just, room for them to be right. Never and I always give someone that's giving me judgment or criticism, I always give them room to be right. Mean, like, because there's probably a part of them that's doing it out of the goodness and kindness of their heart. They're trying to make you better. Some people are trying to make themselves feel better, but some most people, their intention is to help you in some way by pointing out something negative because they think that they're doing a service to you. Whether that's what really ends up being or not, I don't know. But I always try to look that people that are bringing judgment towards me are bringing it with a sense of and then the last thing that honesty is a really good sign and a good desire to make a me a better person. And, and so whether or not I choose to believe the criticisms they've given me or not, it's up to me. It's totally up to me. Like, um, 
pattern that you I always try to go to people and be like, okay, how can I sort through this? Let's remove the emotions from this. Like, this hurts. During a nursing session. is actually true and it is not. And some people that you go to, you go to certain people and be like, well, none of it's true. So asking your lactation consultant to point out the rhythmic stuff and swallow pattern. And some people are very much like, okay, so I see where they're coming from. This is kind of what I think is true. So how do you know if your child is getting enough? probably an exaggeration because their emotions here is and I always find that when I go to multiple people for counseling of this sort like friends family members colleagues mentors the the like I always kind of get through line and through the information I collect from others I can look at the trends and realize that it really isn't true like it it really it is or it isn't true and I can make choices based on what I want to do and that's my fourth thing is I figure out what exactly I'm going to take to heart and what is actually going to make me a better person you know iron sharpens iron what is actually going to make me sharper better physician a better person a better mom a better caregiver better relationships like whatever it is what is going to make me better in this scenario and what is just meant to hurt me and what can i just ignore and leave the door and I feel like that's which can be really always for you the through line in any of these situations the where someone is like talking to you about proper car really seat safety kind of or they're trying to talk to you about you know, whether or not you should get your child vaccinated or not or whether they're trying to, you know, whatever hot topic there is tomorrow about something. People are trying to do good. They're not trying to harm you. And you're on. Forgiving your body them for will making regulate feel awful does really allow you the chance to just use what they're saying as a way to move forward instead of a way a to feel resentment or anger. And it also makes you a better person. Not just a better mom, but a better person. And because so you take on their information and knowing that they have the best intentions. Sometimes they don't. But I always assume that people that only hurt people hurt people. So I don't really view someone's criticism of me as something that is actually had is meant to you know there are make me better. But I always want to take the moment and pause and think like, moms that are new is this something should I should take on? Now and a lot of times there's an immediate an hell no, I'm moving on. A lot of times if you're but in this scenario it was a very serious like outside of nursing and or moment during nursing a and lot of times the I definitely sometimes don't ever want to live it again and end up being infected and, and it's okay because it's a tissue to be that's hurt being by people disrupted are judging you it's very it's okay you've got a lot of hormonal to changes wish that and then you've got things a child aren't that's the way learning that how to they are eat. and it's and okay that they don't have teeth yet it's to have this idea that you want people to like you jaws. but i have news for you and not everyone there's always the chance to like that you're going to have some and what you stand for either bacterial or fungal. And you can make decisions so if your that are based on what your beliefs really are red, about who you, you are at your core. And other people don't have to get in your way. You have other people's opinions discharge, aren't what matters. Anything like that that doesn't look and like milk, obviously. You can or make choices as a mom burn or with itch. whatever, Those are all whatever real, way you think is positive best. signs that you probably do have some sort of When infection. I had my son, but it can he was also a be and he was casted both legs from toe to hip. You've inflamed that area. And I cannot tell you how many times people ask me how much I dropped my baby, or how did I drop my baby, or how did I hurt my baby. All those are signs that you should probably talk to your. As if I was the one that was neglectful. A um, when in reality, I'm the one that stood by his side while they casted him up. Perfectly, perfectly healthy baby. And he screamed the entire time. An infection, knowing that me allowing his discomfort right now 
would other issues that you can have later are on. engorgement. And I'm that sounds so fun, doesn't it? While they cut into him. It's actually really hard for a baby to nurse in when your breasts are full. And so and those first couple of days up. where you have your mouth come in and that. you are engorged, so that it's very difficult for you to I didn't do anything get the appropriate latch. So and in those okay days, it's really important that those judgments. Watch for engorgement. It's okay to not internalize those judgments and know that they're just lack of knowledge, attach and or your flow is really strong. And a feeling Two things of that you can do is um, entitlement to know exactly into what's going on in your personal life. A towel and, or a pad. You know, or it's okay. It's okay for people to judge shield you. of some sort. Or you don't have to return it with judgment, and you don't have to accept that judgment. And a cup, which you can is learn. Kind of like a manual you can let go. You can move a up. leak catcher. I hope this is helpful and I hope you have a wonderful day. Happy New Year, everyone. Breast milk is very leaky. Right. Here we go Especially with another episode of the new like mom naturopath. Today I wanted to talk to you about the four ways I handled judgment from other moms and judgment in general from people around me. That can help reduce a lot of the I had a very difficult season in terms of starting my career as a naturopath that had a lot of really difficult feedback to take. Also you know, I put, you know, put a lot of effort into my training. Really I put a lot of effort in my knowledge base and my skill set. And do really well. a lot of the feedback has been the exact the opposite of what I would expect to pump in, those first in a field that's weeks, supposed to be supportive. There's no problem so with that. It, I've had to do this again as a the more new you physician, as a, as a mom, and milk, the more milk it's going to I remember secrete, doing this as a mom too. There were a lot of times where judgment is felt, especially in the social media space, and whether it be in the social media space or and an I have a lot of the like experience of until you experience it, having issues it with can lead you to having people judging me based on my son's treatments because they were. Yeah. And when that happens, it can be visible to the outside world. And which is the automatic painful, assumption was always that I harmed my baby, and like I had to be the one to explain that I didn't. Which is when you have an infection on because I love my child. And so, itself, and that has judgment to be with is part of our lives. And it's actually Whether really we're a mom, easy for that to become very right, serious. Here we go infection. with another episode of and the so new mom naturopath. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the four ways I handle judgment from other moms, and which is pretty scary in general from and, people uh, around me. I so oversupply is not necessarily the goal, even though we watch on Instagram. There's these people with freezers of breast milk. It's not. One a difficult not feedback and two, take. you know, it's I not necessarily put a lot of effort into my training. I put a lot of effort in my to produce knowledge base and my skill set. And if they stop, they, they a lot of the feedback has been the exact opposite of what I would expect in a field that's supposed to be supportive. And so, I've had to do this again as a new physician, as a as a mom. And those are common I remember doing this as a mom, too. There were a lot of times where is judgment is felt, especially in social media space, kind of whether it be in the social media space, or I had a lot of the experience of having issues with people judging me based on my son's treatments the because the, they were the you know, blood and the, the milk visible to the outside the world. And... The automatic assumption was always that I harmed my baby, and I had to be the one to explain that I didn't. The casts are on there because I love my child. And so, 
of the nipple judgment turn kind of is blue. part of our lives whether and, we're a mom um, because of the lack of blood supply and thank you for joining me on this incredible journey through the new mom pain. doc podcast uh, and so remember you're not alone on this wild usually, adventure if it is a vasospasm i hope that you enjoy it this episode that brought practical um, valuable insights and a sense you're done of nursing and as we wrap up remember over. to prioritize yourself also and your support system and embrace the beautiful messiness of being so a mom colder, if you enjoyed the show if don't forget to subscribe it can happen and leave a review your so, feedback means the world to me, and it helps other new moms discover this podcast. The way that they treat this is usually to And as always, you remember, you're an incredible, loving, and capable mom. After you were Together, we're rewriting nursing, a book on motherhood sure and empowering each other to thrive. And then also, there are medications you can take to help reduce the pain afterwards. The other concern that some women have, and this is still a very rare disorder, but sometimes the changes in hormones that are happening as a result of you nursing prolactin and oxytocin some women have a very negative response to that whether they get a sense of vertigo which is the room spinning around you or intense nausea or just a feeling of a very hot feeling in their head and there are also some women that get intense amounts of depression and sadness and doomsday feelings as soon as they start to nurse all of that can be something that you should probably discuss with your physician, but it is it is something that can happen. It's very rare. And so I just say all of these things because I want you to be aware that there are going to be issues that come in between you and your desire to nurse. If you want to have a relationship with your child that involves nursing, involves breastfeeding, then by all means, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to. But some people have to try exceptionally hard to get that to work. And so sometimes you're going to have to decide where your commitment levels lie and whether or not that's a priority for you. There is nothing wrong with not nursing your child. As much as people on the internet will try to shame you for that. There's no reason why in the 21st century we should not have formula for you available. And... While there have been shortages, there has been formula available. And it's there's nothing wrong with using that as a way to feed your baby. It's not a cop-out. It's not easier. And honestly, comparing what I spent on pumps and cleaning supplies and bottles and, you know, pillows for nursing and pillows for me and pillows for baby and, like, all kinds of gadgets, like nipple shields and kinetic massagers and all kinds of things that were superfluous. Like they were not necessary for my nursing journey, but I was so, so insistent that I needed to nurse that I had every single thing that I purchased in order to justify keep moving and keep trying and not actually giving my child formula. And I didn't get a trophy. Like there was no trophy at the end of the day for me choosing to nurse none so making the decision to nurse is a commitment it's a decision to to stick with it and to learn and to, to suck at it at first pun intended but there is no shame in choosing a different plan a different game and I wish someone had told me that because I really struggle with that in postpartum there was a lot of emotions going on in my brain and I really struggle with that lastly I will say 
that if you're having difficulties with latch, even if your pediatrician doesn't recommend it, it's always a good idea to have your child assessed for a tongue tie or lip ties if, they're, if you really don't feel like they're getting the appropriate latch. And the appropriate people to assess for this it would be an international board certified lactation consultant or a dentist that is certified to look at tongue ties in general. And I will also say this, that I had the pediatrician look at his tongue tie and one, a couple of them in the hospital just dismissed it and moved on. One said, mm, we probably need to clip that. And we actually even had our pediatrician clip his tongue tie in office and it was ineffective. It still didn't change our um, latch issues. And so going to see a lactation consultant, they actually assessed that it wasn't actually cut enough during that first initial phrenectomy is what it's called. And so we had to go in and get it done via a laser at a specialty clinic. So I will say that if you have had issues with latch, it's always a really good idea to go to someone that actually specializes in that specific treatment option instead of just going to a pediatrician who is a very knowledgeable, amazing resource for so many things, but if you're having a very, very tailored or specific issue, sometimes they're not going to know how to help you. And breastfeeding and nursing is something that if it's a common issue, they're going to know how to troubleshoot, but if you're having something that's abnormal, they're probably just going to give you some samples for formula and tell you to be happy. No, they're not going to be like, my, my pediatrician was super supportive, but it's not going, they're not going to get the solution to your answer if you don't go to the right source. All this information, I'm going to say it very clearly, is all, it's all going to be educational and is not recommendation by your doctor. Of course, follow the guidelines of your, your pediatrician, wherever you're at in the world, and um, make sure that you're following their guidelines as to how to go about your nursing journey and your baby's feeding schedule and overall health. I hope this was a really informative episode and I know it was longer than my usual, but I think it was really fun to dive into why you should really know ahead of time that the journey of nursing is not a simple one and it's not always going to be straightforward. So let me know if you have any questions. You can always find me at Dr. Kaylin Galloway on Instagram or you can message me at admin at thenewmomnaturopath.com. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday and I'll see you Monday. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at thenewmomnaturopath.com.